far north was impossible to know. He entered this car after we were seated, she said. I can't imagine that he saw your ring or took note of your condition. The way he looks at you suggests to me that neither would be an impediment. I have the sense that he's a man who enjoys looking. Phoebe frowned, troubled. It was difficult not to seek out the man. Mrs. Tyler's smile faded along with the lines at the corner of her eyes. Two small vertical creases appeared between her eyebrows. Oh, I see that I've done harm. Nothing I said was meant to worry you. I thought you would be flattered or at least diverted. It seemed to me you were in need of a bit of diversion, but clearly I mistook the matter. She twisted the brilliant cut pear-shaped diamond ring on her finger. My husband will tell you that I frequently say what's on my mind with no sense that my observations might not be well received. I do apologize. There's no need that you should. Force of habit had Phoebe responding quickly. Too quickly, perhaps, to give her words the weight of sincerity. Truly, you aren't wrong that I am in need of a bit of diversion. Well, if you're sure. Mrs. Tyler said the words uncertainly, but she did not wait for confirmation before she plunged ahead. Four seats in front on the left. He's in a seat facing this way, though how he can ride backwards on the train is something I will never understand. He's wearing a black duster and black silver-banded hat. Quick, look now. Phoebe did. It was only possible to glimpse him in profile before his head began to swivel back in her direction. She could not be sure that he meant to look at her again, if Mrs. Tyler's observation could be trusted. But she did not want to take the chance that she would be spied studying him. The wide brim of his hat shaded his face, making it difficult to see much more than sharply carved features set in a fashion that could most kindly be described as grim. She had the impression of dark, unkempt hair, overlong so that it curled at the collar of his duster, and at least a day's growth of stubble defined his jaw. Oddly, neither his hard, forbidding expression nor his lack of interest in barbers diminished Phoebe's sense that here was an attractive man. Do you know him? asked Phoebe, speaking out of the side of her mouth. No, never saw him before. But then maybe you don't recall that I told you right off that I'm not from these parts. St. Louis born and raised. Yes, I remember now. You're going to Liberty Junction. That's farther along the line than Frost Falls. That's right. My son and daughter-in-law just settled there. He's managing the hotel and gambling house. Hmm. Mrs. Tyler surreptitiously nudged Phoebe with her elbow. I take it you don't know him. The man watching you, I mean, not my son. Phoebe shook her head. I think I might have seen him at the station in St. Louis, but I don't know him. Don't know as you could have any question one way or the other, so it probably wasn't him. His good looks stick in my mind the way hot porridge sticks to my ribs. I suppose. Mrs. Tyler shrugged. Maybe it's different for you. Maybe you only have eyes for your husband, which is nice on the face of it. You're young. Time yet to discover that there's no harm in looking or being looked at. Phoebe risked another glance four rows up and on the left. The gentleman, and Phoebe was resolute in naming him as such, 
had reclined in his seat as much as space would allow. He had shifted his long legs into the aisle and rested one boot across the other. His arms were folded against his chest and his head was bowed. She imagined that beneath the brim that obscured his face, his eyes were closed. Phoebe felt completely at ease studying him until she noticed the bulge under the duster at his right hip. He's carrying a gun, she said. Mrs. Tyler nodded, and amusement crept into her features again. I do believe you're right, but I hardly imagine he's alone. Surely you've read some of the popular dime novels? Nat Church is a favorite of mine, and I don't mind saying so. Mine also, but I believe the tales of gunfights and entanglements at high noon are exaggerated for dramatic effect. Perhaps. One of Mrs. Tyler's eyebrows arched in its own dramatic effect. And perhaps...